0: My name's Tomo and welcome to my race, Chimwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube, but this is the audio only version just for your nice cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. And we are live. (laughs) Better late than never. Come on now, chat. All right. No, this was exceptionally bad. Six minutes late. I'm very sorry, but we are here. Thank you all for your patience. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm here. Let's talk all about the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix. Roll intro. <sighs> I've got. I've got no real valid excuse, to be honest. I'm just at times not the most organized man in the world, but there you go. Thank you all for coming. Hello, uh, Jack, Jerome, Daniel, Sava, April, Tim, Chira, Will, Axel, Halita, Professor Z, Zelda, Pablo, Jamie, McPhillim, Maxim, Amy, Christian, David, Jamie, Connor, Drew, Will, Niels, Edward, Max, Amelia, Girl, Weeb, Ewan, Tuna, Charmander, Sam, Justin, uh, Caste, Up the Irons, Go On, Bailey, Micah, Connor, Neddo, Advent, Chunji, uh, Lionel, Angus, Formula, Sonny, Adrian, Bino, Cohn, Brian, David, Dre, Maha, Evans, Tom. Welcome, everyone. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for your patience. We are here to talk all about Canadian Grand Prix. Thank you to all the audio-only listeners who are here after the fact, um, and everyone on YouTube listening after the fact as well. I know many of you can't catch these lives. I thought I'd do one at 11am, a little bit earlier than usual, hopefully you know, if it doesn't work for your your time zone, typically, then maybe you're here. Um, but there you go. Right, cool. Shall we talk about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, exactly, exactly that, Helia. I'm doing, I'm doing the register. I'm doing the register at the start of class to make sure everyone's here and accounted for. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, I do have my way, don't I? I do have my way with these streams. I, I, I'm grateful for your patience. Um, right, come on then, let's talk about it. Let's, let's get some overlays on screen. First of all, again, audio only. If you want to check this out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I do upload these live streams afterwards. Pretty raw with all the ums and ahs, okay? Chuck it on audio only. Some of you might like to listen to me while you do the washing up. That's when I listen to my podcast. When do you like listen to podcasts? YouTube live chat. When do you listen to audio only podcasts? Because for me, my main one is when I'm doing the washing up, um, because that's my that's my that's my chore. Doing the washing up, I like to stick a podcast on my phone as I'm cleaning dishes, and my hands are turning like into raisins. You know what I mean? Um, That's my main thing. I don't see Mirage. I don't really when I'm driving. I don't really when I'm driving. I don't when I'm walking. um, When I work, yeah, I sometimes when I'm editing obviously sometimes when I'm editing i need to be able to hear what I'm saying um, if I'm just do- designing graphics so a lot of the time with my edits I'll start with the graphics I'll just make the graphics first um, so that way yeah I'll listen to stick a podcast on but then when I'm actually doing the edit obviously I need to be able to hear my own voice um, the beautiful sound of my own voice on the lawnmower Connor I like that I like that I rate that that's decent um, Get a pole. going no, I, I think for me, yeah, when, when I'm doing the washing up, that is like the prime time for me to listen to podcasts. There's just something about that chore that just, you know, because to be fair, I'm one to allow the washing up to kind of pile up and then I do it all in one. So, which probably isn't the best habit, but there you go. Anyway, <coughs> audio only podcasts, get listening. Right, time for your rating for the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix. What are we saying out of 10? And again, five is a bang average. So give me some numbers in the live chat, please. And then we'll go from there. Five is bang average. Again, seven is not bang average. Five is bang average. Okay. We are using the correct distribution of numbers here. Um, Seeing a lot of sixes and sevens. Seeing a lot of sixes and sevens. A few fives. Six and a half, four, couple of fours. Oh, oh, look. Oh, look who's joined us. Look who's joined us. What do you think, Minton? What did you think of the 2023 Canadian? Oh, you are very warm. He's been set outside this morning in the sun. Um, He's a very warm sausage, blimey. You're well toasty, mate. How are you? Are you sleeping? <laughs> you could hear Dad beer really loud upstairs. Um, a good boy, aren't you? Bless him he is a very hot dog exactly by name and by nature good boy well right okay um so i'm seeing a lot of yeah a lot of 6s i i'm not really seeing anything more than seven so i'm going to what should i put five six seven four five six or seven I'm going to I'm going to poll it see what your rating is for this race um, look obviously qualifying was very interesting bit of a shame Q3 didn't have that kind of crescendo of you know because everyone had to set their laps early and then we'll kind of sat around twiddling our thumbs and obviously the Piastri incident meant that it was a bit more mixed up with obviously Halkenberg qualifying P2 not starting P2 unfortunately in the end Um yeah, I mean the weekend up until till Sunday was was pretty good. Again qualifying was was exciting. It was it was mixed up with Shaw and Checo um getting not set in Q3 as well. That always adds a little bit to the kind of yeah, a little bit of the drama going on. The race itself look again, I, I look, I agree Seal. Um Canada's my favorite track as well. Well, it's it's definitely in my top 3. Canada Interlagos. Whenever we go to Brazil, I'm always like, "Oh, so I, it's it's up there with Brazil. Them two, them two are definitely the top two. But I'm not, I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of flip-flop on, um and obviously f- since I've been there as well, I went there last year for the race. Obviously that gives me a little bit more attachment, you know what I mean, to it. But most of you are saying, what we're saying, so rating out of 10, only 4% of you are giving it a four, 20% of you are giving it a five, 44% of you a six, and 33% a seven, so, for me, it was actually a bit more interesting post race when we found out a few things that were going on, particularly with Max and Fernando. Um, there was some good, there was some good duels, all that. For me, honestly, oh, that's the wrong overlay. That's the race result overlay. Hang on, two seconds. Oh yeah, I didn't drag that one. Okay, it's a five out of ten for me. It's a five out of ten. It's good it's okay, it's alright for me it was bang average I'll be honest um, I'll give it a 5 I, I I think it was it was okay it's not going to live long in the memory is it there weren't many, you had a couple of jewels. Alonso Hamilton having a little bit of a battle, Max was not a mile ahead at the front but far enough ahead See, George made his mistake Alex was holding up a big train, but kept it clean. Got the job done, which obviously I'm very happy about. Um, but as a race, mm, it was five. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to let my Al bias get in the way of, of my overall race rating. Okay, it was a, it was a five for me. For me, it was a five. Um, finally, a safety car, indeed, indeed. Yeah, Albert's drive ain't getting forgotten. Yeah, I mean, from from that perspective, yeah, sure. But you know. It's not going to live long. As much as I mean, look at that, look at that podium, by the way. Not just the fact that you've got Max, you've got Lewis, and you've got Fernando, but you've got Adrian New up there as well. 100 wins for Red Bull. Um, that is as as podiums go, that is pretty. I saw a little bit of discourse online. Like, Whoa, who's the I know Al Das did a tweet and, and ruffled a few feathers being this is the greatest podium of all time. I know we've had what we've had a Schumacher Senna Prost podium before, haven't we? But that was at the time where Schumacher was right at the start of his career hadn't gone on to achieve what he had he was still at Benetton at the time Um, but I mean that is that's some serious credentials on that podium isn't it serious and it's one of them look obviously I know you know Max and Lewis fans Lewis and Fernando fans Eh, Fernando and Max fans are usually alright because them two are pretty chummy right but like there's a lot of rivalry going on at the minute but at the end of the day I think we'll look back and we're, we're, we're in a golden generation of talent right now in F1 and hopefully that will continue going forward of course but let's not um, let's not be under the impression that this isn't you know we're, we're seeing some serious greatness knocking about in F1 at the minute and it's um, as much as yeah Max Max definitely has the package to give him the advantage um, it did feel like in Canada that gap may have somewhat closed however a few things came out after the race that make me less less confident, I guess, because there's more kind of unknowns. But we'll get it. 2012 Valencia, yeah. Well, that was Schumacher. Was that Schumacher or Alonso Hamilton? Because that that was that was a pretty decent one as well. Um, yeah, but anyway, for me, five out of ten. Anyway, right. Race result. I've already shown this anyway, but we are showing it again. Max Verstappen takes the win over Fernando Alonso and lose. Hamilton shoulder clear colour science four five for ferrari good recovery drive in the end oh yeah kimmy instead of hamilton yeah you're right sorry um yeah man kimmy was just oh, kimmy's one of them drivers isn't he he's like prime kimmy was was a problem in like the best possible way <coughs> um but there you go right so um yeah then then three top ferrari's recovered well Checo recovered to p6 Arguably could not should have been more, Um, given the red ball that's underneath him. Um, Oh, yeah, of course, that one got clattered by Maldonado, didn't he? Of course, how did I forget that, man? I've literally been to Valencia as well. been to the track. Um, That is not a typo. Alex Albon did finish P7 ahead of Esteban Ocon, uh, Lance Stroll and Valtteri, but I Stroll just nipped Bottas at the end by 30 thousandths of a second, or three hundredths of a second. Um... Decent, yeah. Recovered in quotation marks. I get it. McLaren's both out the points as well. Norris getting a five second penalty for unsportsmanlike behaviour, um, which is uh, interesting when you don't see very often. Minton's literally just laid on the floor. Like, um, hang on, let me take a picture and then I'll just show you. Show show you the position Minton's in right now. Okay, there you go. Okay, uh, that's Minton right now on the floor. It's very blown out the, sh- the screen, but there he is. Oh, look, he look, he looks so majestic. Sorry, audio only listeners, but um, that's the one thing you miss out by being audio only is that you don't get to see Minton um, laying on the floor. He's, he's he's obviously a warm boy, isn't he? Um, get that on his Insta. Uh, Pierre Gasly P twelve recovered five places from where he started. Well he qualified P17 obviously the penalties and that I think he started P16 didn't he because um, Sonoda got dropped behind him driver's champ well uh, driver's championship is interesting mainly because wait wait hang on God's sake. I've made a mistake chat Albon is P12 yes that, that's not the mistake that's not the mistake I forgot to update the colors of the um, you didn't see it you did you saw nothing you saw nothing Savva, you saw nothing <laughs> look it wouldn't be me if I didn't um, just just a just a small error okay a, s- a small negligible error that 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 shouldn't matter but but matters to me because I I I always i really get really annoyed with myself when I make stupid mistakes like that, but there you go. Um <laughs> We move. Good thing good thing it should only take um a few more seconds for me to get all this updated and then we can look at the driver's standings after nine of twenty two races. Jamie, thank you very much for the two ninety nine, mate. Very much appreciated. Um thoughts on Checo's future if he keeps Continuing to underperform. It's been a tale of two hours, isn't it? These the first um, four races. Obviously, Australia wasn't great, um, but he had his car issues in qualifying. Ah, uh, yeah. We, we, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Bottas, um, not Bottas, uh, Perez in in depth. We will um, because it hasn't been it hasn't been fantastic. But at the same time, I don't. It's not really too much of a problem for for Red Bull right now. It could be a problem um, at a later date. But right now, I'm not too concerned um, for Sergio Perez, to be honest. But things will have to change in the not-too-distant future. Um, Right, anyway. Okay, cool. That's updated. Boom. There we go. Right colours. Correct. Well done, me. Correct the first time. Um, Driver standings after nine. Obviously, eight. But Imola still counted as around um 922 rounds max verstappen leads by how many's is that that is 79 points um over sergio perez 79 points yeah that's 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 a wrap isn't it um eight races nine rounds fernando alonso 117 fernando alonso is on the same number of points now that checo was before this race um so if checo had got a dnf or, or been out of points entirely then they'd be on level le- they would be level on points 69 yes yes okay it's 69 not 79 for god's sake you lot that's one way to get chat to say 69 loads of times (laughs) Um, Lewis Hamilton 15 points off the back of Fernando Alonso and then it's a big drop down obviously no points for don't tell him Caitlin Um, no points for George Russell Nilpois so he falls behind Carlos Sainz in the drivers championship by three points Uh, Charles Leclerc closes that gap again to uh, George and Lance Stroll I mean geez man 117 points for Fernando 37 for Lance it's an 80 point gap or is it? it is Not good. Not good. Um, Ocon's actually, you know, he's only eight behind Stroll now. That could be. uh, Stroll has been. Bad luck has has played a part in that gap, but it is not wholly responsible for that gap either. Um, Which I mean, look, is is the you could argue that's the case for a lot of a lot of drives, a lot of instances. But at the end of the day, all that matters is that Alex Albon is P12. That's all that really matters. That's all that we really care about. And yeah, Stroll wasn't... Stroll's pace was okay in the race, to be fair. Um, It's just, obviously, he had such a bad time in qualifying. Q2 was a bit of a... It was a bit of a lottery, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Like, okay, yes, Alex was a lead in Q2. He was fastest in Q2. He put the fastest up in qualifying. Obviously, if you've got a Williams being the fastest in Q two, something man's happening, right? Which obviously the weather and all that. So I, I can't put full responsibility on, on on Charles, on Checo, on Lance for going out in Q two because the teams obviously played a part, but also you know it's just shared responsibility. Thank you again, Jamie. Fight for P two and P five is going to be spicy. I mean, that's what we've kind of got to um, got to got to focus on, haven't we? Actually, you know what? Now is is is, an, is a good time to share with you a graphic that I posted on Twitter earlier today. But if anyone hasn't, I mean, if you haven't, then what are you playing at? You should watch it after this video. I did a video looking at the twenty twenty three championship, um, after eight races, including sprint. If Max was a bat marker and it was all down to Checo, basically, <laughs> minting your jokes, and. Checo would still be leading the championship after eight races. This is now the ninth race, Canada. He would still be leading the championship Um, ahead of Fernando by like 13 points, I think it was. However, in this instance, obviously Canada, with no max, Alonso wins the race because Alonso finished P2. Everyone else gains a position, including Checo. So Checo gets 11 points instead of nine. He got... 8 plus fastest lap yesterday he would get 10 plus fastest lap it's 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 pretty interesting it's pretty interesting because it'd look a bit like this Fernando Alonso would be leading the championship after 9 ignore that of 22 by the way I, I, ignore that part ignore that part I, I, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to update the graphic and just take that after nine races because i've not i've not included sprints but i have included that in the nine so i'm just going to update that now there we go boom lovely jubbly so yeah after after nine races including sprints um yeah fernando would be leading the championship by one point that that's obviously including fastest laps as well and including you know when max has got a fastest lap i've bumped it down to the next fastest lap there's a Fortunately, there's a there's a uh, table you can find on the F1 site that tells you for each race the fastest lap ranking as well. So it's it's quite easy to find who would have been the uh, the next fastest. But yeah, even though Fernando would o- would only have won two races, Checo would have won five, including the sprint. Um, Fernando would be ahead by one point, which again consistency is key in this game. So uh, yeah. Mad, Checo didn't win in Italy, I'm including the sprint, because it was still a race, it was still a race, Lance did not give a Father's Day present, come on Lance, yeah true he didn't, fan. winning, winning, getting on the podium, um, but anyway I just thought that was quite quite an interesting little alternative, and look, Lewis is only what 19 points off of the uh, the lead as well, so Lewis is right up there in the hunt and all, um, Science and Russell were much closer, of course, as is Leclerc. But anyway, right. That that's an alternative universe. I'm going to keep track of that as we go through the season, um, after each race and after each sprint as well, because it's just interesting, I it? know. It's a hypothetical, right? And I know I've seen some Max fans crying, being like, "You, no people never did this when Lewis was dominating." Shut up. Yes, they did. All people did when Lewis dominate dominated was moan, just like we're doing now no one like, no, no one enjoys the domination apart from the fans of that driver come on come on let let's let's be reasonable here anyway right cool driver standings that's where they are and constructor standings red bull once again extend their lead at the front almost double the points of mercedes um williams lots of points but no jump up in constructor standing position they are still well no they were um they were p10 before this race but now they are. B9. You know. So, Avatar have two. Oh, they have two points, don't they? Oh, why am I so stupid? Of course they have two points. Of course they have two points, you donkey. Okay, there we go. Thank you, chat. This is why live streams are better because I can make mistakes but then you re- and I can correct them on the fly and then the end product is perfect okay I'm stupid indeed 18 deep trouble you know I think in deep trouble Haas. I mean at least like you know Sonoda finished ahead of both Haas and um Haas ha- Haasai. Sonoda finished, <laughs> finished ahead of both De Vries was trying to pass Magnussen as well so um yes 5 and 6 seem pretty set true true I mean McLaren. It sounds like I saw a post race with Andrea Stella, and he was saying they're pretty much bringing a whole new um, that their, their their next spec car is coming for Austria. So exciting times for McLaren fans. We'll see. We'll see. No guarantees in this game. Um, cool. Okay. Right. Next, we're gonna do bangers and clangers, aren't we? Of course, we're gonna do bangers and clangers next. Come on now. I'd be we'd be foolish not to. Um, we are going to start with if I can just work out what I'm doing right now because I'm clearly a a washed YouTuber clearly, what clearly I mean I have showered so I'm technically technically a washed YouTuber I'm going to start with my bangers and clangers Okay, my prediction not predictions my takeaways who had a banger, driver wise who had a clanger, driver wise same for teams as well Bosh, lovely jubbly um I think McLaren are bringing their upgrade to Austria, aren't they? I'm pretty sure they said Austria. Um here we go. Unsurprisingly, banger drive Alex Albon. Yes. <laughs> Get in there Alex. It's what I love to see, man. P7. Whew! Worldly strategy by Williams. Pulling off that one stop. They knew if they chuck Alex on a hard tyre. And give him a one stop. He can, he can do it. Classic Albon defence mate. Minister of defence. Um a drive. George Russell. Self-inflicted wound. Um, Out qualified by your teammate in qualifying. Not the end of the world. But not what you want either. Self-inflicted wound. Ended his own race. Would have got big points. For me it has to be George Russell. Because... He messed up. Banger team. I've gone Williams. I was considering Ferrari. I've seen a few of you mention Ferrari. The thing is, Ferrari, I think, have to be culpable somewhat for their mistakes on Saturday in terms of yes, Carlos and Scholl have to take responsibility to an extent for Carlos for blocking, Leclerc for not getting out of Q2 when other people got out on Inters. But at the end of the day, I think the team also. It was a combination. I think the team let themselves down. They shouldn't have been in that position, given the pace of the car They shouldn't have been Ferrari race pace was better than Aston and Mercedes. They should have really been two and three in this race. Um, so for me, the, the Williams bringing this upgrade to Alex's car and then Alex being able to make it work and get a p7 has to be has to be Williams for me clang a team. Haas, as much as Nico Hulkenberg put it P2, my goodness gracious me, those cars in the race were absolute arse. They were terrible. They were terrible. And yes, Williams had a car breakdown, but you know what? They got points on the board. They got six points. That's huge for Williams. Haas started P2, well, P5 with Hulkenberg, fell back to P15, Magnussen, nowhere as well. Not helped by De Vries being a bit bit sus but those Williams upgrades man in the hands of Alex Albon beautiful it's a sight to behold yeah has tired deck is whoa wow mad crazy so those are mine those are my bangers and clangers and obviously I do mine before we do yours I did put the polls out this morning um the poll is linked at the top of the live chat but I have closed the poll now because I don't want you know Because I I need to close the poll in order to get the results. And the results of your bangers and clangers are as follows. Almost identical. Um, You did give Ferrari bang a team. But otherwise it's all the same. So 88% of you. That's not enough. That's not enough. 88%. Come on, man. Alex Albon, 88%. Well done, Alex. Happy days. Uh, 3% Lando Norris. Very good overtakes from Lando through the race, as much as he did get that five-second penalty for being a bit of a naughty, naughty hold-up, boy. Um, Some very good moves from Lando in the race. 2% Alonso, 2% Hamilton. Fair enough. Thank you, Randy, for the 499. Much appreciated. Finally able to catch you live again. Does Alex still belong to Red Bull? No, he does not. Alex and Red Bull's tyres, contractually anyway, are fully broken uh, now. He's no longer part of of Red Bull and doesn't run the Red Bull branding on his helmet anymore he's just got his his big logo isn't he which I I rate although I still don't like the kerning on it but there you go (coughs) Klanger Drive 31% of you went George Russell 29% Nick DeVries obviously we've already talked about what happened with George Nick DeVries out qualified by Yuki again Yuki did drop behind him because Yuki had a penalty for 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 obstructing blocking so not the end of the world DeVries in the race quicker than Magnussen makes the move pushes Mag- was that a little bit elbows out with Magnussen, maybe slightly over the line um going into kind of turn 1 turn 2 um you know it, it was probably just a bit over the edge but fine carry on and then devries kind of desperate to to make that move up the inside on the dirty side of the track again no no junior series no support races I think there was that, a li- tiny bit of support racing, but not, not compared to what we see on, on some weekends, so the track was very dirty offline, obviously the rain as well, the day before so he was on the wrong side, and he just completely locked up straight away and ended, I mean Magnussen's race was over already, but like, yeah not, it, it was a desperate failed move by Nick DeVries and it certainly didn't help the um the perception of Nick DeVries right now which is that he, he isn't isn't doing doing fantastic, but there you go. Um, who else in Clangers? Nineteen percent of you went. Sergio Perez recovered to P six. Um, yeah, I, I think you know pace wise, he, he was you know he got gapped by the Ferraris, which again in that Red Bull, considering the you know, Max talked about this that the temperatures didn't really cater to the strengths of the Red Bull. It was quite cool which I think that car struggles a bit more on tyres when it's cool because, I guess, getting temperature into the tyres has been something where Red Bull, that's kind of why they relatively struggle in qualifying, again, relative to their very good race pace in the hands of Max. And, yeah, I, I, I think... You know what I think the problem for Checo is is that I, I do believe in, in race pace that Aston and, and Mercedes in particular, and on this day Ferrari... Um, in certain conditions, Red Bull don't have this huge huge advantage. And where the season has started with Red Bull so strong and Checo's had these issues, he hasn't been able to capitalize. You know, this is now the third race in a row where he's not got to Q3. Fourth time all season, he's not got to Q3. So, yeah. I, I, if I had to put money on it today, I would put money on Fernando finishing ahead of him in the, um, in, in the championship, to be honest. But... But there you go, Lance drove seven percent of the vote. Clang and drive. I mean, obviously, yeah. Where you look, where Fernando finished and where Lance did, it doesn't look great. He did he did okay in the race. It was the damage was done in qualifying. Um, but at least Ferrari, who got sixty percent of the vote for banger team, because again they played the strategy that uh, doing what last lap we were seeing you know seeing a sea of hard tires and you know the Ferraris only tires um, only team on the mediums um, only team who hadn't stopped plus Checo as well um after that kind of safety car with with George avenue's incident. Um but they made it work. So credit where credit's due to Ferrari. Um they pulled the right strategy and fair play. I I think somewhat they did the drivers were communicating. You know, I know they gave a little bit of team radio saying that, you know, people on the hards are struggling to get them fired up. Um and I think the the, dri- the driver from from what I read after the race Um, The drivers were saying basically just put us in clear clear, clear air, clear air. And then they could do the business, which is exactly what they did, rather than pitting them and then being in traffic. Give them clear air, let them push, let them cook. And that's kind of what they did. Do a bit of team management there, which is interesting, telling uh, Leclerc that science is not going to attack you, telling science to just chill, which, you know, uh, fair enough. They need to consolidate a a recovery performance like this um, at the end of the day. But but there you go. Um, Williams, 19% for obvious reasons. Red Bull, 8%. Max wins the race pretty comfortably in the end, even though he had a bird stuck in his uh, brake duct, which which is pretty mad. Dead bird, obviously. Rip. Uh, and 6% Mercedes. Um, all in all, yeah. I mean, especially, obviously, with, with Lewis, you know, could have potentially... It, it was looking, it was looking, he obviously jumped Lewis at the start, Alonso had to, or th- at least the team thought, in the end they didn't actually, have to drive a bit more conservatively because they thought they had a potential fuel issue, which Mercedes thought was a brake issue, and uh, which Aston Martin found quite funny. Um, but yeah, good day all in all for Mercedes apart from obviously George, been in it, um, old George. Silly boy, uh, Klanger team has again absolute terrible race pace. Thirty-five uh, percent, Alpha Tauri. Yeah, obviously Yuki didn't have a great qualifying. Obviously got done for impeding, recovered to only P fourteen. Um, Vries seemed to have more pace than the Haas, which isn't saying much. And then messed it up. So yeah, not one to remember for Alpha Tauri by any stretch of the imagination. Um, also, quickly reflect on. Our predictions that we, me and, and you lot, did on, on Thursday, quite interesting. So my predictions were Alonso Race Win, wrong. Banger Drive, George Russell, couldn't be more wrong. Clanger Drive, Yuki Tsunoda, I mean, it wasn't great. Banger Team, Aston Martin, eh, Alonso got second. Clanger Team, Alpine. I mean it wasn't looking good it wasn't looking good in practice was it for Alpine it was not looking good Ocon and Gazzy both had car um performance related issues but um in the end it was all right, especially for Ocon um Ocon did feel obviously you know Ocon you know Ocon shouldn't be finishing behind Albon in a Williams um but obviously the one stop was the was the way forward As for your predictions you went Max race winner, correct? Banger drive Ocon. It wasn't a bad drive. It wasn't a great drive. It was. It was just. A, it was an all right drive. Consider. Oh yeah, considering his, his floppy rear wing as well, right? Yeah. Don't know if that was costing him any performance, but there you go. Clanger drive De Vries, yeah, fair. Banger team Alpine, eh? Not really. Clanger team Ferrari, definitely not. Well, okay. After qualifying, yes, somewhat, maybe. Definitely not after the race, though. So, there you go. There you go. We can't win them all, chat. We can't win them all. We can't win them all. Um, Right, okay. Fantasy League next. Once again, I forgot to change my team. There you go. Uh, And I got minus 12 from George Russell. So, thank you, George. I couldn't remember. Like, when I was... I really hope I left Alex in my team, but I didn't. Yuki and Oscar. Not much points-wise. Max. Just keep Max in my team. Keep him captained. And, uh... you're in a good place Fernando 27 points as well Aston Martin Red Bull picking up all right points which leaves me um three hundred and something thousandth in the world well 358,415th in the world there you go um it's not great is it it's not terrible but it's not great either it's not great either right okay cool that's where we are fantasy league wise Time to break it down team by team. Um, Scuderia Alfa Tauri. Nick De Vries. Another less than ideal performance from Nick. Um, let, me, let me check actually the qualifying head-to-heads. Because um, you know I like to... Yeah, so head-to-head qualifying it is 6-2 to Sonoda. 6-2 to Yuki in qualifying. And Sonoda has the two points. De Vries has none. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this hasn't certainly helped his argument for staying on at the team. Um, again, that, it was kind of desperate, that move. I, my, my opinion hasn't changed. I, I think if things don't show a marketed improvement before the break which we've got what we've got we've got a week off um, we've got a week off and then we've got Austria Britain another week off then Hungary Belgium so then after Belgium is, is the summer break and yeah I mean could I see him getting swapped yes I could see it happening. Am I like, it's going to happen? No, I'm not like super confident. I, I could see them giving him a full season. Um, again, where Lawson is there, waiting in the wings, I think they could give Liam a shot. I think, does it maybe in part depend on what they're thinking about with Owassa? Maybe because obviously if they give Liam that seat for the end of the season for like the 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 second half that does kind of state an intent of we think Liam's like but they could have given Liam the seat anyway instead of de Vries they didn't you know say for example they gave Lawson the seat for the rest of the year and then Wassa goes on to win F2 then it's like, oh, you just got Owasa oh, winning it. Like, obviously, that's if button maybe right. He might not, but I think probably right now, if I had to put money on it, I'll probably go with. Pro. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I think. I I've seen to push is a tricky one, isn't he? Because you you think like. Porsche has got it in his locker. He's got the pace, but at the end of the day, I think think probably Vesti. Probably Vesti. I think I'd agree with that. I think Vesti's just. I don't think he's going to win the most races, Vesti, but I just think he's going to be the most consistent. Um, So, yeah. We'll see. We will see. But, yeah, um, Yuki's. It wasn't a great race, not one to remember. You know, he had a really consistent patch at the start of the season. It wasn't the best race for him. But, I mean, he finished ahead of... Um, he finished ahead of Holkenberg, which is pretty crazy, right? Holkenberg started P5. Yuki started P19 because of his grid drop. So, um, yeah, it's definitely... It's, it's definitely a better car than Haas in these conditions. But, you know, Haas is always quick in Austria. So... There You go, uh, Williams. Obviously, Logan Sargent, the upgradeless Logan Sargent. Apparently, he won't get the upgrades till Silverstone, um, at the latest, maybe Austria, but they're looking for Silverstone for um, Logan to get the upgrades. So, yeah, obviously, the machine shop was working overtime to get Alex's out, um, upgrades ready and it paid dividends. So, fair play, Williams. Um, yeah, technical issue with the car. Has it been, uh, to be fair, to you, I haven't actually seen it. Has there been confirmation of what? sergeant's car issue was because um, on the radio they were just like critical stop the car there's something really ro- I mean critical's never a word you want to hear when you're an F1 driver so um, they're purposefully being quiet on it yeah I mean I guess if, if they're is it in their best interest to uh, shout from the rooftops why their car blew up mid-race probably not um, but Alex delivered the goods. This is hopeful. Obviously look, everyone's upgrading now. McLaren are being up bringing big upgrades next race, you know. This is a step forward for Williams, but everyone else is going to also take a step forward, so they need to make sure that they keep this up. And again, with with Vowsy at the wheel, this man just if you haven't listened to his uh he did Squashworth F1 podcast, he's just like you just listen to him and you're like, "Yeah, man. I I'd, tr- I'd trust that guy with Minton." I would trust him with Minton. I really would. Um, But yeah. Good day for Williams. Good to see as well. It's about time. Right. All for Romeo. Uh, Actually got a point. Well done, Valtteri Bottas. Fair play, Bottas. Um, He qualified, well, I think with penalties, he started P13. Um, Almost got P9. Obviously with the Norris penalty. But then strong nips him at the end by um, three hundredths of a second. Uh, Which again, considering how you know, good that Aston Martin is, you know, I mean, fair enough. Um, Bottas did well, Bottas did well, Joe had a bit of a stinker, obviously in qualifying, Joe had an issue with his car, didn't he, Um, at the start, which I think, you know, he said afterwards that really cut out his confidence and ability to like build a bit of flow, Um, so he went out in Q1, and yeah, kind of, his race pace was okay, but but nothing special, Bottas had a, a better race for sure and yeah I mean a point on the boards it puts them in a better position in the constructors if we have a little look at the constructor standings, because remember also for anyone who's been doing their homework what, what what's happening why why are these constructor standings as they stand right now particularly important chat come on so you, you come on. Who, who, who knows? Who knows? Give, give me, give me the answer. Why, particularly right now, after this round, after the ninth, twenty-two rounds. Yeah, there we go. Well done, everyone. Well done. Well done. Your teacher is impressed. It means we can what we can have some TV time. We can watch some TV. That's what teachers used to do at school, would not it? When when you do something good, they'll bring the TV out. Um, <laughs> yes. The wind tunnel ATR allocation will be resetting um, at the end of this month this was the last race of this month so um yes yeah, so the Red Bulls will stay at 63 percent obviously they've still got their penalty until uh, it's like October isn't it Mercedes um, will be at 75 percent Aston Martin will be at 80 percent instead of a hundred percent that they've had and they will still haven't till the end of this month um, but then again it resets at the end of the um, after the end of this month. Um so Aston Martin are going to lose that big chunk of extra aero they've had for the you know first half of this year. Um Ferrari, Alpine, again Williams, it's kind of works out perfectly for Williams because if Williams had scored, you know, just a, a couple more points then and also if they'd just scored two more points, if if Alex had finished P6 instead of P7. So I think this is right. So if Alex had finished P6 instead of P7, he would have got nine... Williams would be in nine points. But then I think they would be ahead of Alpha Romeo. I think they would be seventh in the constructors because P6 would be the highest finishing position of, you know, because Alpha Romeo haven't finished sixth yet, have they? They finished P8. Yeah, Williams would be ahead. So actually, if Alex had finished one position higher... Williams would lot would have lost 10% ATR relative. Obviously gains two points, but it's kind of worked pretty perfectly for Williams. They've got these points, they're right up there now relative to Alpha and Haas, but they've not taken the ATR hit. Um so yeah. It's decent, decent. Is seventh Williams highest position since 2014. Um, well, no. So they obviously had George in that not race race. They had George, didn't they? Um, finished second. But yeah, in terms of that, Hungary was it Latifi, wasn't it? Who finished like seventh, wasn't it? Or sixth? I can't even remember. Um, but in terms of the last time in a in a race with no real crazy weather in the race itself, anyway, no real crazy weather. No, not loads of DNFs and all that. This has been the Best kind of Williams performance we've seen for you know quite a while in terms of like normal conditions, but but anyway, well done, Williams. Well done, Alfred T- um, Romeo, for getting a point with Bottas. Um, well done, Valerie. Uh, good race for him, he did well. Um, and it's been a long time coming. Has my goodness, oh god. I mean, look, Hulk's penalty to drop him from P2 to P5 at the start, it's a shame. But at the end of the day, when it comes to red flag and, and deltas and that, it just has to be a hard and fast rule. Like it, It's annoying. But he was going too fast. Uh, and when it comes to you know red flags, safety cars and all that, it's like you just, you, you have to just, it's annoying. But you have to be hard and fast with it because the rules are there for a reason. And it's just, yeah, it's a shame. P15, I oh know, P15, man. Mate, that has is just arse in the race. It's terrible in the race. I hope they have a good Austria because it's always nice seeing Has do well in Austria. I, I love Austria. It's this. becoming one of my more favourite tracks, the Red Bull Ring. Um, it's super short. It's super tight in qualifying. Um, has usually bring bring the vibes, but um, yeah, just like just like Ferrari for what we've seen most of this year. Good, good in qualifying relative to. Pretty shocking race pace, too hard on tyres, although Ferrari were very good on tyres this race, which was promising. But but yeah, not good for Haas, not good for K-Mag, um, out-qualified, is 6-2 now in qualifying, um, advantage Hulkenberg. So Nico's definitely doing a job on K-Mag right now, I've been a bit disappointed with K-Mag to be honest. Um, Hulk was unlucky with safety car, yeah, perhaps he was as well. Um, but, I mean, he wouldn't have been in the points. No shot. No chance, Holkenberg. I mean, you had Albon all over the back of him. Um, in, in the Williams, like, you know, he had two sh- Well, first shot, he bottled it. Second shot, he actually overtook him. Um, yeah, that's that speaks volumes. Not good for Haas. They need to improve. Um, McLaren, I think, again, like, Lando's penalt- um, penalty for holding up the pack too much because McLaren wanted to double stack. And he left a big gap, obviously, to allow Piastri to pit ahead of him. And yeah, I mean, it's one of them that, I mean, I guess it is what it is. But but Lando was very good in the race. He made some really good overtakes. Great move. On, Piastri made a good overtake on Holkenberg. To be fair, as well. But Lando made a great move on 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 Oscar when he launched it from half a mile back. Um and yeah, look. Ultimately, it was not one to not again not one that will live long in the memory for McLaren. But especially considering both cars got to Q three, I think that's where the your biggest disappointment disappointment will be. But again, Austria Lando seems to run well there, and big new upgrades on the horizon for McLaren. So exciting times yes he did move on Valtteri as well fill in the blanks yes good shout no it was a very good move you made on, on on Valtteri as well into that hairpin um yeah they could have just said safety car infringement I agree Stephen they, they did they did choose a bit of a it's a bit of an unusual term yeah maybe safety car infringement would have been a better way of communicating it but who knows last lap Lando oh, that Lando qualifying man well Lando qualifying not 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 so much qualifying was it it's uh Closing that um within five seconds of Hamilton to get on the podium. Oh, what a vibe that was! What a vibe! And the unsafe releases? No, I think those unsafe releases weren't penalised. Um, whether it was Lando ahead of Albon and Hamilton ahead of Alonso, wasn't it? That they didn't get penalties, did they? I'm sure they didn't. Um, but yeah, no, they no, they didn't. They didn't. So yeah, not not great for McLaren, but mm, the pace is okay. So they'll be there. Alpine, again, oh, Gasly was fuming, wasn't he? I mean, look, Pierre's got a temper on him, we we know this, we've seen this before, and yeah, he's, he he wears his heart on his sleeve, he was not happy with Carlos Sainz, and understandably, um, that was quite the block on the inside of that chicane, obviously it wasn't the first time it happened, I know Carlos got blocked a few times, but two wrongs don't make a right, so, yeah, that kind of ruined uh, Pierre's weekend's Ocon will obviously be disappointed to have finished behind um Albon but given the race pace from Ferrari I think P7 is probably the maximum Ocon could have got to be honest um I'd have expected Checo to get past him as well maybe maybe not but but yeah and Gazi yeah did Gazi get unlucky with the safety car maybe should have been a bigger penalty for science. I mean yeah I wouldn't have you know, if it'd been a five place I wouldn't have shrugged you know I'd been like fair enough should have started the race from Toronto after calling. Yeah, Stry- Science was on a bit of a mad one, wasn't he? Even even in practice, he like blocked Alex a couple of times as well. So, yeah. Um, who was more fuming out of Will Power and Gasly this weekend? Oh, no. Will Power definitely was more fuming. Like, <laughs> Will Power was on a mad one this weekend, wasn't he? And I mean, like, yeah, he did get properly squeezed twice and crashed into um, by Scott Dixon as well, so... Yeah, Will wasn't... Will was uh, ready to unleash the power, wasn't he? But um, there you go. There you go. <coughs> Not great from Alpine, but still four points on the boards. They'll be fairly happy with that. Missed this? Oh, basically, Scott Dixon didn't see him. Closed the door and they crashed into each other. And Grosjean pushed Will Power off. Oh, yeah, and there's a really good story with Will Power, actually. Um, so outside of this, basically, Willpower was on a mad one. Right? He, he was fuming with Scott Dixon, fuming with Roman Grosjean, and he called uh, Road America, which I love, I think Road America is a great track, he called it a track, um, he's entitled to his opinion, however, the track owner, the owner of Road America, the, the operator, whatever, literally took what, apparently they have these, well they called them trucks, right, trucks that they used to get rid of like portal potties I suppose or whatever, portable toilets and basically these big trucks that stink. Stink like like crap. Right? And so what the owner did is he drove it and parked it out f- out front of Will Powers kind of area, like his motorhome or whatever. What the whatever the equivalent is. Parked it. Just parked it there, left the keys in, just parked it. So left the left the truck outside the uh, motorhome with the driver who said it's a track. Now that's one thing. So then Will Power sees the truck goes and gets in it he's got the keys in so starts it up and drives it and parks it out front of Scott Dixon's motorhome the one who'd crashed into him earlier. So he left the truck outside Scott Dixon's motorhome. That's quality isn't it? I loved it. I, I've, I've, you know you don't have to I don't want to see drivers having fights. Look, of course, like, you know, there's a little bit of, like, beef between drivers. It's, like, fine. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's it's emotional. It's, you know, people having arguments. That It happens, right? I'm not going to, like... Like, yeah, if, if someone's, like, going full-on assault, right, there's a line, right? Of course. But stuff like that is is, is funny. You know what I mean? That was funny. But, yeah, Willpower. Will Power was not a happy boy this weekend. There you go. Anyway, right, cool. And Alex Plo won. Again. Again, Alex Pelot is just... Get that man an F1 seat, seriously. Seriously. Ferrari, yes. Well done, Ferrari. We need to give credit where credit is due. Well done, Ferrari. You got it right. You let the drivers racing in clear air on their mediums and make the one-stop strategy work. So, congratulations, Ferrari. Well done. Um, it felt like it was a good... Again, that the, the strategist... They listened to the drivers, what the drivers wanted. They went for the one stop. They went against the grain. And against the grain was the right decision. Albon proved it. Both the Ferraris proved it. Ferrari did the bare minimum and we're still (laughs) proud. Yeah, listen, that is good. Science was faster though. Well, yeah, so it's interesting, David. Yeah, they were telling Science to hold position, weren't they? They were telling Leclerc that Science won't attack you. Um... Which, I mean, to be honest, I think given given the recovery, I can understand why the team would just be like, let's just hold fire. Let's just hold stations. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I think they still don't know what was wrong with Charles' car in Spain, um, which is concerning. And the fact that science was quicker and typically in race pace, Leclerc is able to extract a bit more from the car. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. But ultimately, you know, they're two two drivers, very close in terms of ability. uh, Charles got that slightly higher ceiling in my opinion. But, you know, I think, I just don't know what to think about Ferrari actually, to be honest. I just don't know what to think. Like, it just doesn't feel like they are a serious competitor. Yet, you look at the numbers and they were the second quickest car this weekend in race. So, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what to make of Ferrari, I really don't. Um, It's the emotional rollercoaster that it is to be a Tafosi, so, you know, I feel for you Tafosi out there, at least you won Le Mans, at least you won Le Mans. Um, Mercedes, upgrades, good, Um, didn't quite have the race pace of Fernando, Um, obviously, especially given the fact that Fernando got overtaken by Lewis, but then retook the position and then was managing an issue. It wasn't actually an issue. Um, so Lewis finished, finished P three. It's the low speed stuff that hits the Mercedes. They've got good medium high speed performance, hence why they did well in Spain. But it's the low speed stuff that hurts them. You know, traction out of those slow speed corners, Red Bull and Aston Martin just have an advantage there. So um, Mercedes know what they need to work on. More upgrades in Silverstone. Yeah, I mean, it, again, the trajectory is good for Mercedes. It's good. It, it's the side seem to have somewhat steadied the ship um yeah obviously it's not the side just alone that have made the difference but it feels like you know they were right to revert to the the standard um but yeah so good day for Mercedes not a good day for George Russell of course once again like yeah he's been, he's been unfortunate this year he's had what two well no he had his retirement in Australia didn't he the car went bang and then he had his retirement here which was self-inflicted. Obviously, it was unfortunate that he was able to recover so far into the race and make up so many points. I don't think he would have got past Albon. And I'm not just saying that <laughs> because they were both on the hards for the same amount of time. So, George had no tyre advantage relative to Alex. Um, and he was behind Alex for a number of laps. And I feel like if Ocon couldn't get past on fresher hards, then I don't think George would have gotten passed on, on the same, you know the same uh amount of wear on the hard so it, it, who knows in the end it could have been it could have been like four points for him maybe but at the end of the day he uh he binned it he binned it himself quite i'll get my pictures from xpb so i use my imagery um yeah you know what like it's getting there but Aston still seems to just have that advantage right now. Um, again, with all the ATR they've got at the moment and still will have until the end of this month. You know, hopefully Aston Martin have been able to um, deliver on that advantage in development that they've had. It seems to be going in the right direction, especially with Fernando Alonso at the wheel. Lance Stroll is isn't pulling on his side. It will be interesting to see, you know, hopefully in Austria. Um, you know, in part because I'm going, so I don't want it to rain. Uh, hopefully, it will be a, a dry qualifying, and we can see an actual representative. All right, can Lance Stroll get closer um, on his day? We know he can be okay in the race, but yeah, it's not it's not been it's not been good at all this year. And at least Fernando is doing the job uh, on his side of the garage. So another good drive from Fernando. Yeah, the issue, right? So, um. Fernando was being told to lift and coast, which is probably losing about a tenth, two tenths of a lap. Mercedes thought it was a brake-related issue, but actually, Mike Crack was saying after the race that no, it was. We basically thought we had an issue with fuel, but when they then brought the car in and checked how much fuel was in the car, there wasn't. Like he could have pushed harder. Basically, he could have pushed more than he did he could have grown that gap, maybe closed that gap, We could have closed that gap a bit to Max, Um, but say it's two tenths a lap, I don't think that would have been enough to actually challenge Max, but he could have put a bit more pressure on on Max, but yeah, there was a fuel sensor, which was saying, it was was reading something that wasn't true, so that he didn't have to actually, conserve towards the end, but, um, it's again a bit of shame, Who who knows how close Fernando could have been, but, wasn't it Pete? Because as much as Max did win the race in his wet Red Bull, Max had a bird stuck in his brake duct. On it, you, I've seen a clip, a replay on on Twitter. You know, you know the corner where you had the whole Vettel Hamilton incident. It's there. So like Max is right up against the wall, driving through. He's just done the right left hander, and then there's little bird that just goes. So rip, rip bird. Red Bull takes your wings. I've hit many a. Uh, I've heard many a um, a little play on words around that one. Red Bull gave itself wings. Um, my one, my one that I was was core blimey, as in core, call, call, blimey, core blimey. This is okay. It wasn't great. I think it broke a thousand likes on um, Twitter. So I'll take that. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean look. That could easily have ended his race. You know what I mean? That could easily have ended Max's race. He what hit a bird and he hit that sausage curb that Russell hit and then Russell crashed. Um, but just, yeah, Ma- Max was on... Again, this, this track didn't really play to the strengths of the Red Bull. Again, it was kind of, you know, lower temperature, weren't really able to extract um, the full... full potential and maybe fernando could have closed that gap maybe we'll never know um yeah then laughed about almost binning it that was funny wasn't it it was like ah, i hit the sausage curb and almost crashed ha (laughs) ha ha oh what a world it's a max verstappen world and we're all just living in it aren't we um right okay so max goods happy wins the race bosh job done I think we should talk about Checo a bit now. I do think we should talk about Checo. Um, what what did you make you make of Checo's race? So was it great? Was it good? Uh, eh? Or was it awful? I want to give you the four options that I typically give. Um, obviously, Checo starting at the back, gone out in Q two, recovers to P six, still behind the Ferraris. Um, wrong strategy, potentially. Yeah, p- potentially that 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 played a role for sure. Um, it's one of them, isn't it? It's just you do you would always back Max to get through at least onto the podium wouldn't you given the position that you know Checo started you would back Max to get to the podium he finished 51 seconds behind Max yeah I I read that on the same tyre Checo was lapping about a second slower than Max so Checo really wasn't wasn't at the wasn't at the races this weekend was he at all um yeah, he's had, he's had a few shockers now and he, it feels like a bit of a rut and I'm just concerned like how does he get out of this rut? He just needs a clean weekend. He needs a clear qualifying. It If qualifying gives him, you know, dry condition qualifying, dry race, no issues with the car, which obviously we did get with qualifying in Monaco but he binned it obviously, Monaco really does punish you if you, if you mess up. If it's a clean, clear, no rain, no technical issues with the car weekend for for Checo in Austria, then I think I think he's going to be he's going to be all right. But oh, it's not it's not great, is it? It's not it's not great. Fifty one seconds and one lap, one less pit stop. Yeah, I mean, look. It's not an issue for Red Bull right now. The constructors is wrapped up. As long you know, they know they've got Max in a car that is super comfortable and he's super happy, he's super quick, he's gonna win most of these races going forward this year. And or even if he doesn't, like even if Aston and Mercedes somehow close this gap, then you know he's already eked out this big advantage right now. Again, look at the um if we look at the constructor standings, three hundred and twenty one points ahead of Mercedes 167. So Red Bull have banked this advantage now. They, they can afford for Mercedes and Aston to catch up somewhat, consolidate upgrades for next year's car, and then try and hit the ground running in 2024. Because, you know, you look at the constructor standings, you look at Max's gap to Fernando is uh, 78 points. 78. Yeah, seventy-eight points. <coughs> so again, that you know, it is fine. It doesn't matter right now. Could it matter next season? Yes, it it, it would matter next season. I mean, again, if you look at the uh, where is it the the Maxless Championship, um. Alonso would be leading the championship right now, if Max was a backmarker. Obviously, again, this is not a, there is no way to, to know for sure. Right. But you know, based basically, and look, Perez has won five races in this alternative universe. So when Checo, and I said it in the video, right, when, when Checo has a clean qualifying and a clean race, he does have those kind of dominant gaps, those twenty second plus gaps. He's, he's put twenty seconds. Checo has put twenty seconds on Fernando Hamilton and the rest, like four times, five times, I think, maybe four. Can't remember. It's in the video. Go watch the video. And so, so he can't. He just needs to stop. Like he just needs to have the clean qualifying to then deliver, you know, dominant race pace. But again, if Mercedes and Aston Martin have somewhat, which again in this race. Considering how close Alonso was to, to, to Verstappen and if he'd been able to push, I don't think yeah, you know, even with a clean weekend, I think it would have been close between Perez and Perez and Alonso. I think it'd been very close. Um Checo can be, be dominant but not consistently dominant. Exactly, Bailey. Exactly. I agree. Um look, obviously it does you know, whenever a top driver's been convincingly beaten by their teammate and has had some some stinky performances back to back to back as well. You, that is going to bring up questions. Um, I think that who, who, who's who's the genuine challenge to his seat? Because look, as, as much as I I rate Sonoda, I I don't see Sonoda as as ready for Red Bull, not yet. I I, I still think. They should be patient with Yuki and keep him in the Alpha Tower. I don't think I'm just seeing names popping up. Um, who's most likely to put Checo's C under pressure? So I'm going to pop some names in. So Lawson, Ricardo, um. Wilson, Ricardo few you saying Lando, I mean, oh God, they wouldn't do Lando, would they? They wouldn't do two number ones. I don't think so anyway. Or other. Because, you know, it, it, it's fine. It's like right now, it's fine. It, it's fine. They don't have to worry. Like 2024, if Aston and Mercedes have caught up, which to be honest, after two years, they should have. They should have caught up. There's no real... It's, Minton. Minton. Don't go down them stairs. Minton. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to eat. He's not allowed down the stairs. Minton, treat. Treat. I'm lying to my son. Treat. Actually, I do have treats. I'm not lying to my son. I have treats here. <laughs> You're not allowed down the stairs. It's bad for your back. Sausage dog, dogs get... um. What's this? IVDD, I think it's called. Um, right, stay. Uh, uh, come on. Oh, here we go. <laughs> i there eat the treat. Um, there you go. Some ASMR of mint and eating. Good boy. Good boy. Right, come on now. You can go on my shoulder. Because otherwise, you're going to go down the stairs there you go, good lad, good lad, <laughs> stream 10 out of 10 content, all right, oh, it was already 10 out of 10, wasn't it, come on, um, who's most likely to put checkout seat under pressure, so 13% of you saying Lawson, 35% Ricardo, 32% Lando, 20% other, other, interesting, um, yeah, I just, I think, look, there is, it's, there's, it's not going to change midseason, season obviously. That's not going to happen. Thank you, Cameron, by the way, for the Aussie dollar. Appreciate it. Um, it's not going to change midseason, season obviously. That's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, then come 2024, I don't think that... I don't think that Ricardo would do any, any worse a job than Checo is right now. But also, I don't think he'd do a much better job I guess the the saving grace for Ricardo in this potentially is that, you know, Red Bull know how to set up a car that works for Daniel. You know, Daniel was the only teammate who's ever really pushed Max. Now, obviously, this was in a much earlier stage of Max's career, where he was more raw. But I don't think he was slower than he is now. Not really. I, I I think he was less complete in other factors, but I don't think he was any slower. Um... So, yeah, and the thing is, obviously, with Ricardo, he has such marketability. You know, having Ricardo and Max back at a Red Bull, like, in terms of the the brand efficacy, which the whole point of Red Bull in being being in F one is marketing. I could see it. I, I could see it. I mean, I know I put that in my in my twenty four driver predictions. And I could see it. You know, I don't I don't even think it's so much a performance thing. Um, you know, Checo is a proven he's a race winner outside of Red Bull, inside of Red Bull. Um he's proven he's got it. He's got that dog in him on his day. Look at Minton, look at how cute he's been. Sorry, sorry audio only listeners, but just look at him. So he's contrasting against my white t shirt. He just looks like a little like imagine if this this all you can see right now, that is Minton. He just has these two little legs that he just walks around vertically on. Can you imagine that? That'd be cute. Um, But yeah, (laughs) but yeah. So I mean, I mean, that's I I could definitely see it happening. I could definitely see it happening. I I think there's a strong there's a strong um, case from the bosses higher up at Red Bull. Just I mean, Daniel's so popular, you know, so. But then, obviously, Checo's got huge, huge following, particularly in South America. Um, but huge following, huge support in the states as well. Yeah, Daniel gets a lot of support in the states as well. He's, he's super popular in in uh, in the US. So it's it's tricky. And then, obviously, Lando, like <sighs> Lando, would be would be fascinating, right? Of course. But again, you, you you've got two number ones then. So. I don't know, I, I I think that, I think, yeah, Checo's fine for now, he's having this rough patch, I think he'll get back out of it, I still do think, I think Alonso probably will beat him, you know, we could end up seeing a, a very 2013-esque season developing here, where well, obviously you've got Vettel in the Red Bull dominating, Alonso finished ahead of Weber, um, just... And I think I could see the same here. I could see Alonso finishing just ahead of, of Checo. Checo th- finishing third. I think that's that's where I'd um that's where I'd kind of draw a line under it. But also, yes, yeah, so- someone mentioned this as well. I think I think one other question I want to ask before we wrap. And I was kinda considering when we were talking about it on the stream. Considering doing a doing a video um maybe for like later in the week because I've already got a video ready for tomorrow actually um so keep an eye on on, on your subscription boxes for a, for a tomorrow upload on a tuesday look at that tuesday um one other question i suppose i've got is do you think red bull regrets letting alex go cuz i think alex has done very well in in, in the williams and no, yes or no, and then maybe I'll, I'll give you a maybe option as well. Because the the thing is, obviously, Perez was the right driver to replace Alex at the end of twenty twenty. I could I, I I could admit that, of course, right? With, with Checo on the with Checo on the market, Red Bull would have been silly to not. Because Alex didn't do enough, he didn't do enough to, to prove that, you know, he was, as much as the Red Bull wasn't, you know, it was still behind the Mercedes in 2020, whereas in 21 it was on par with the Mercedes. Um, I think that's true, I, I do think that Perez Perez's experience really helped Max win that championship. Um, i'm not so convinced obviously who knows right because i mean alex has proven himself he's a very good defensive driver would alex have been able to do the defensive job job that checo did in 21 i don't I, I don't think so but again given his more recent why are you trying to lick the microphone given his more recent defensive displays maybe maybe but but i i wouldn't i wouldn't bet on it you know what I mean? I, I think Checker was the right move. However, obviously losing Alex entirely now from their program and seeing how well he's doing in the Williams. Um, again, it is hard to measure, of course, um, when you've got, you know, a Latifi teammate last year and a Sergeant teammate this year. So it is it is hard to, to measure Alex's true pace, but, you know, that Williams does look like one of the more under, underdeveloped cars, yet the results have been have been very good and I do I guess I just I wonder whether they not even you know not not. I don't think they regret dropping him from the top team at all but I think losing him entirely they could have maybe dropped him to the you know back to back to AlphaTauri um, like they did with Pierre because that's the that's a difference right with Pierre they only just lost Pierre to Alpine Pierre had his stinker and um, and was just put back in the junior team. You know, when when Kvyat was replaced by um, Max, he was put back in the junior team. Alex went from red ball to gone, zilch, in reserve, you know. So I think it's an interesting one. I, I think we'll see how... I like to think Alex has still got room to improve and grow. And hopefully... I mean, look, I'd love to see him do that at Williams because I'd love to see that marquee back at the top in F1. Um... But the more Alex continues to kind of do well, the more he puts himself in the shop window as well, right? So, yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. We'll see. But yeah, I, I might do a video about that this week, maybe. I feel I feel I feel I feel like it's just something I'd like to talk about. Be interesting as an album fan, of course. Right, cool. I think we're done, um, everyone. Thank you all for joining. But hour 17 minutes about right about the norm um, don't forget to like the stream please if you're watching on youtube whether you're watching live or after the fact and don't forget to rate and five star and interact however you do on audio only platforms um even if it's just for minton the yawning sausage dog on my shoulder um yeah why are you so tired all the time and i don't get it um new to- uh, new video tomorrow new video tomorrow it is a livery It is a what if blank joined F1. And it's quite a different one as well. So hopefully you enjoy that one. And like, subscribe, all that stuff. I will see you when I see you. Say bye to your loyal fans, Minton. Minton, look at the camera. Look at the camera. He's looking at the hand, not the camera. (laughs) Right, cheers everyone. Appreciate all your support. Honestly, thank you so much. Um, Pleasure as always. And I'll speak to you soon. New video tomorrow. New video tomorrow. Watch it. And watch all my other videos now. Bye.